Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hi, and welcome to episode 13 of the Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. I'm excited for this episode because we get to talk about what I'm most passionate about, and that's everything related to rewriting the mother code. But particularly in this episode, we're going to look at why are there codes? What is the meaning? And why does it matter that we understand how our mothering is encoded in us? So we're going to dive into the three areas around the codes and, you know, really get a good high level, you know, a little more than a glimpse, but certainly uh, not the deep dive that is possible when we venture into the territory more in my mastermind, which by the way, I am launching my next mastermind this spring. It's going to be in March 2021 and spots are limited. So links will be in the show notes for you to check it out and hopefully sign up and join me. So let's get going. So I want to address the three codes that I highlight and underline when we're looking at rewriting the mother code. The codes are our childhood codes, our cultural codes, and our cosmic codes. So let's take a look first at our childhood codes and break it down. Our childhood codes are the inevitable wiring that is part of our formation as children. So from, I mean, actually there's studies that show even preconception, we're 
our being is being wired. And then in gestation and birth, and then through our whole upbringing, we are getting wired around everything in our life, all the beliefs that form us and shape us and how we look at the world and how we look at ourselves. So how we look at mothering is directly related to the model that we had in our direct caregiving. So you know, that could be from your actual mother or whoever. And, and the people that had the, the most impact on your upbringing are the ones that are going to give you a sense of, you know, what, what does it mean to mother? How, what is the job of mothering? What are the rules, myths, and beliefs around being a mother and mothering? So, it, it, you know, what we go into when we dive deeper is really looking at how we have this unconscious wiring. So then we become an adult and we start, you know, really being faced with the choices around having children and what is mothering going to look like in my life. And oftentimes we think we actually know and we make choices and decisions based on a lot of unconscious wiring. So how we were mothered, the way mothering in our upbringing was presented to us is exactly how it's going to either happen directly for you because we're in the sea and you'll make choices and decisions uh, mirroring those that you grew up with, or if there were circumstances, you know, that were for sure obviously terrible or just for you um, really not what you want, we will often then make our choices reactively. And we'll make those choices out of more of a, I'm going to not be my mom, or I'm going to not do what I saw around me. And neither of these choices, in the best or worst circumstances, are the ones that are going to be the most empowering for us and the most fulfilling. All right, so those are, are our childhood codes. Our cultural codes are the codes that are around us also pretty much 24-7 uh, through media through our kind of next level culture that's around us, our the spaces that we live in and the media that we consume, the outside of our family, people that we're around. And it's very clear from my research that you're going to confront it at any point in your life is based on the current cultural paradigm. And by taking a step back and looking at What's happening in other cultures? What's happened over the, the course of history in the arena of mothering? And we get to really see how powerfully impacted we are and how everything from, should I be a mother of children? What are other options? Um, if I make these other choices, how will the world uh, receive me? And what do I, what can I expect from any of the choices that I'm going to make? And how will I be influenced and that influence is very, very powerful until we start to exploit it, explode it, and really uh, start to discern for ourselves. So that's the, the cultural paradigm and the cultural codes that are encoded in us as we go to make the, our mothering choices and decisions. And then there's the cosmic codes. And I'm not calling it cosmic because it's like woo-woo, you know, out there, other there. I call it that because without us breaking down and and looking at and getting familiar with our childhood and cultural codes, we can't begin to look at the bigger possibilities of what is possible for you, for us in our mothering. 
Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay. And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. And in this arena, we really get to see that our definition of mothering is limited. Our scope of what's possible uh, for ourselves as women and as mothers or, you know, actually everybody and anybody, um, because I believe that, you know, we all have an aspect of ourselves that is mother. So however, in whatever way you're looking at this, uh, we have very limited, a very limited scope and definition. So when we look at it from an expanded definition, we get to see that we have been living very narrowly and we're going to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit, I'm going to go back through these and look at how do we rewrite them? What does it look like when we rewrite them? And, you know, what's possible for us? But I first want us to really understand just how weighted down, um, how influenced, how much these aspects in all three of these areas are, you know, we, we think we're 
I love seeing visuals of things like, uh, you know, someone riding an elephant. And if we think of ourselves as, you know, the person and the, the conscious aspect and we're sitting on this elephant and we think, you know, we're actually directing the elephant and we think we're telling that elephant where to go. But the truth is that elephant's going to go wherever the heck it wants because that's where the power is. And when we start looking at that and realizing, you know, we're, we're not as in charge as we think we are, but we can gain more of that power by, you know, understanding, knowing, raising our awareness, breaking down uh, mistaken beliefs and paradigms that have run us and we haven't even known it. All right. So now that we understand our codes, at least from this kind of more high level framework that we're looking at, how do we break free of them? And, you know, what's the outcome? Why would we even want to do that? Right. So if we first look at our childhood, right? So for me, uh, I had, you know, and I, I go into this, you know, pretty vulnerably and personally in the in the mastermind and in, in each of our weeks, because it's an eight week program. And in each week, I share ways these codes have influenced me and how influenced I was by them. And some of them, you know, throughout my mothering journey, some of them I'm only breaking now and some that, you know, I was aware of early on and uh, was really glad that I was able to bust through them. You know, so for example, a childhood code for me is, you know, when uh, I was, it was very clear um, early on that, you know, my mom had children had myself and my brother, and it was the the basic reason you had children was to get your own needs met. And I complied very much with that and became, you know, a very, very much a dependent child, uh, someone who, you know, took on the role that, you know, make my mom happy, then I'm happy. But very much, you know, in a paradigm of losing myself in order to you know, please and appease my mom. So that didn't, you know, I, I had a lot of feelings about that. And, you know, as I did my own growth work and unpacked some of that, you know, there was a lot I saw in, around standing up for myself, making my own choices, having my emotions. But when it came time to really look at and make choices around my own mothering and where we're going to have children, you know, I was really confronted with the fact that a big block and belief for me that came about and was like, you know, something that was really painful and vulnerable for me to acknowledge was that I was really afraid and my body wasn't cooperating until I really started to unpack and look at the fact that I was afraid to be a mom because I was afraid to be a mom like my mom had been. And now don't get me wrong, there was tons of lovely things and things I do say, you know, about my mother, but you know, we have to look at all of the light and all of the dark. And this dark aspect was really having an emotional and physiological impact on me. And once I, you know, brought that to the surface through some very deep body work, uh, breath work that I was doing at the time, a, a weight was lifted and things opened up and shifted for me in my body and, and most of all in my emotional psyche. So that's an example, right? When we go in and we st and we dive deep and we're really willing to look at some of the the um, shadow places and the, the not so great places from our childhoods, there's going to be connections and we can make some really beautiful connections and heal and bring ourselves um, to the present that allows us to make more discerned decisions. And it, it, that is really so in the case for me. And then when we look culturally, you know, in my research, I, you know, I broke down 
um, the our mothering paradigm and outline 15 myths, common myths in our current culture and paradigm around mothering. You know, for example, uh, that if you decide to have a child, you that child comes first, and then maybe your partner, and then then maybe you, you know, third. Uh, that's a myth, and it's a myth that really uh, constricts and doesn't allow a woman to be her full self and take care of herself and mother herself first and foremost. So she's actually that much more available uh, because you know anyone who's in touch with the feminine, there's going to be an expansiveness. But we have to break through that and many more beliefs that are rampant in our culture that really don't serve us as we're making our choices around mothering. And then in the cosmic area. So rather than this limited definition that you're only a mother if you have a child, limiting and just blatantly not true. Now, if you have a child, you will have that mothering experience and nothing, you know, you, you, you can't say anything else is exactly that. And I don't ever claim to. But what I will say is that we all mother and we mother. And from that feminine aspect, we mother our relationships. We mother and nurture our dreams, uh, ideas, our careers, our pets, you know, things where we're putting a huge amount of our attention and care. We are in fact mothering. And as I just said, in the cultural, the most important person we need to mother and is most often the one that's left out is ourselves. For when we do this and when we mother ourselves, we bring ourselves present in the moment and we're available for those precious moments that in in the chaos and the upset uh, that emerge out of that when we're focused on mothering ourselves and, and looking for and finding the transformational opportunity in all that we're mothering. So huge areas of possibility open up for us. It allows us to come together as in humanity, um, as women from a mothering standpoint, we can see more of the connections than the distinctions, and we can really join together on one team. I'm hoping that you're seeing and, and you can relate to some of these and, and wherever you are on your mothering journey for yourself, that you can see the, the, the possibilities and the impact and the, um, the fulfillment, the transformation that's possible when we go on this exploration. And what I love about the Rewrite the Mother Code Mastermind, which as I said, um, our next uh, session is going to be our next eight-week course is going to start in March, March 7th to be exact. And, you know, this was a crash course and I love giving crash courses because I love giving a taste of what's possible. But then what's really cool and I'm still kind of riding a high from the mastermind from the fall and still hearing from women about the impact that those eight weeks had on them and how it's carrying them into their new year in just an expansive, fresh, and, you know, grounded way. This isn't, you know, magic that we're talking about here, but it it is deep, it's healing, and we have a lot of fun too. So um, all of that is there for us. And sisterhood, and, you know, these are some of the things that the, the women spoke about getting out of those eight weeks. And I know I was incredibly nourished. And I went into it knowing that I needed to take care of myself most. And I went about it in a way that, I was satisfied and I was determined to have a good time and I intend to do that and more for our upcoming ones. So would love to have you check it out. Um, there'll be 
as I said, uh, a link and information about it in the show notes. Don't wait, sign up, have that be the the thing that's going to guide you as we enter into the spring and the second quarter of the year. So really looking forward to that and looking forward to maybe having some of you join me. Blessings. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.